0: Welcome to Youth Talks, brought to you by State of Youth. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Youth Talks, the State of Youth podcast. Today, we are here with a top three nominee of the 2023 International Children Peace Prize, Nihal. Nihal, would you like to introduce yourself to our yes. listeners?
1: So my name is Sri I am 14 years old. I live in Monroe, New Jersey. I am the founder. Of a non-profit organization called recycle my battery which i will get more into depth later on in this conversation
0: thank you nihal yeah (laughs) so how does it feel to be a top three nominee
1: oh my god i'm just shocked. this is international children's peace prize it's like a dream come true after getting this award i don't know i'm just i just felt speechless after learning that i was a top three because like like not that many people in the world get the opportunity even if people like, get the opportunity, they will, like. They will, They might not get top three right? So yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Words do not describe how happy and excited I am that I'm a top three nominee. And this will help me a lot in spreading more awareness about my cause.
0: That's very nice to hear. Um, can you tell everyone why you are one of the top three nominees?
1: Okay, so I am the top three nominee of the International Children's Peace Prize because of the work i do for our environment so like i mentioned before i am the founder of a non-profit organization called recycle my battery which i started four years ago back in june of 2019 i started Recycle my battery to bring more awareness to people on the importance of recycling used batteries and also to promote battery recycling to even more people by giving them the opportunity to recycle their used batteries so I was nominated by my principal miss Nicole Cirillo, for this award and I, I made it this far so I'm very happy to be top three and I have received top th- I have received the title of top three nominee for the I international children's Peace Prize because of the work I do
0: yes yes you are <laughs> a top three nominee that's awesome and uh, can you tell me a little bit more why you started this type of activism yeah. so uh
1: I'm very passionate with science and environmental science ever since I was little. Yeah. So uh, my dad asked me one day after hearing from a motivational speaker what I want to do. I said that I wanted to do plastic pollution research because I saw people in India throwing their plastic into the river, the Krishna River, which is near our grandparents house. So after seeing that on the news, I meant after seeing that, that's why i i wanted to do plastic pollution research my dad said that since we live here in the usa and not in india it would be too hard to uh, go to india all the time and um, do this right? right so that is when i saw something on the news that devastated me about the lithium-ion battery exploding in a waste disposal plant in california after seeing that on the news that completely broke my heart because nobody was even caring that we're damaging our earth and battery pollution is just one of the many problems that is damaging our Earth. Yeah. So that is when, after some more research, I found Recycling My Battery to bring more awareness to people like you and the
0: youth about the importance of recycling used batteries. Nice. And what do you think is the most important part of your activism? Or do you think there are like more parts that go together?
1: Yeah. So one of the most important parts is batteries, for mostly. So, I want to educate more people on the importance of recycling used batteries and bring down the 15 billion batteries being thrown away each year worldwide to zero. Another thing which is very important is activism. I want to inspire more kids out there who are willing to make a change to make our earth a better place. So, whenever I go and do presentations, I always mention change maker. I want the kids to go out and become change makers so that they can do something to make our earth a better place. I always say that anything small that they do automatically considers them a change maker and that they should step up and not be hesitant so that they can actually make a change i always keep on reminding them that we all can unite together and work together so that we can make our earth a better place the earth and the future of earth depends only on the younger generations so that's how inspired kids and I have received so many prototype examples, like, for example, the smart trash can, which was created by my friend after getting inspired by me. So I hope to inspire even more kids like Ryan, like which I saw yesterday, so that we can work together to make our earth a better place. So that's one of the most important things that I tell kids to, I would tell them to become
0: change makers. Nice. So you think that support by your community is something that is really important for activism? Yeah. Do you have any other tips or tricks, or some words of encouragement for kids out there that maybe are starting their change-making journey right now? Yeah. Okay,
1: so I have lots of advice for you. So let me get started. So I want to tell you something that happened to me, but could happen to you as well. Failure leads to success. And you have to always put the hard work in for it to achieve something. Take me as an example. In the In the past, I used to collect batteries from the people and give them to Staples and Home Depot. But after some time, they rejected us. They said that they wouldn't collect the batteries anymore. So I worked hard and worked for a few weeks, like I spent few weeks trying to find the organization to help support us. And that is when I came across Call to Recycle, which is the nation's largest battery recycling company here in the United States of America and Canada. So I reached out to them After a few rejections they finally approved so this is a lesson to all the kids out there who want to become a change maker or want to start their own initiatives you have to always work hard in order to achieve something and just remember if you're if you're if you're going to an obstacle like if you're going to through an obstacle hard work always pays off and even if you fail don't let that discourage you let that encourage you to do
0: more hard work because failure leads to success yes that's very Mm -hmm. that's very true and i think another very important thing is to consider that you started by yourself with the support of your parents yes but now you have more than 500 volunteers all over the world right yeah how did do you think you got all of those people helping you
1: yeah so it's like a chain reaction so basically uh in the initial start, it was me and a few of my friends. Those friends told their friends, their friends told their friends, friends, so on. It just keeps on going. Nice. That's one method on how we got more kids. Second, mainly social media, webinars, interviews, podcasts like this is what is how we got uh, more kids to our organization. So for example, I post something on social media for like opportunities for recycling my battery. People, Parents see that and they tell their kids and the kids show interest and join recycling my battery. So all of the webinars, social media, emails, uh, uh, you can say, presentational events, doing events at schools, assemblies, podcasts like this is how we educate even more people. And, and especially we educate the youth and we tell them to become change makers and that's how they show
0: interest and join Recycling My Battery. Nice. That's very cool. And can I ask, do you know, actually in how many schools do you have your recycling bins?
1: Okay, so an estimate, you can say about 500 schools we have battery bins because okay. like uh, kids are going to library schools, primary schools, because mm-hmm. kids are our future. They're primarily going to schools and educating them and placing battery bins in those schools. Nice. So that number is, 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 like, keeps on increasing. And it's not only in the US, right? Since Tata Recycle does not support overseas shipping, we only do it in the USA as of now. Okay. We plan on uh, partnering with more organizations in Europe, Af- Asia, all the other nations, all the other continents. So that we could uh, start in their country the local countries as well because india for example the people are not the 30 plus kids who are working in india don't have a opportunity don't have a way of recycling the batteries so i'm working hard to find an organization in india who can actually recycle the batteries i found a few but like no response when i they said they'd be happy to help and support but then i asked them for a meeting no answer so
0: it's gonna take some time it's gonna yes. take some time But you're very perseverant and you're very determined, so I'm sure that you're going to make it. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I also wanted to ask you, I know that within your organization and with your activism, you do not only uh, combine raising awareness about the issue that you are focusing on, but you also always try to talk with policymakers, right?
1: Yes. I have my own petition on Change.org because only Washington and Vermont, Canada and all of Europe is forcing battery manufacturers to pay for battery recycling but all of the other countries I mean all of the other states including New Jersey are not doing this, even all the other countries except Europe because Europe is mainly passionate about recycling and the environment. So I started that petition on Change.org so you can actually sign your name on it so that I wanted it if you did a specific amount of signatures it would be reach out to the local politicians and policymakers to actually make that an official law in their states. So, as of now, we have about 2,500 signatures. Nice. We're trying to promote it to policymakers and politicians so that we can spread the word. That's why I go to policymakers, I asked them for advice, and I asked them if they can make it a law, and they give me more advice on how I can
0: take this to a whole new level. What would be your um, advice to a kid that wants to reach out to their local policymaker? Do yeah. you have any specific advice or tips for that? Yeah,
1: you make sure to uh, review the big issue. So policymakers are always interested in supporting you, but you have to like tell them like what you're actually like trying to do. So if you tell them the main purpose, introduce yourself first, talk about your story, and then talk about what you want to do, like what you want the policymaker to help you with, and they will gladly help. I always ask the policymaker for my change.org. They always said that they would help support my organization and the petition by putting it on social media and reaching out to other people who I could connect with and talk to. Nice. So, Yeah, that's one, that's a few tips for you
0: guys. Nice, so to have a specific issue that you want help with, right?
1: Yeah, a specific issue or question that you want answered by the politician.
0: Okay. Going back to the International Children's Peace Prize, so now you know you're a top three nominee, do you think it's gonna help with your activism if you won the prize?
1: Definitely it would obviously help me because it's a big prize first of all. So even if, if I win that if you win the grand prize Words do not describe how much it would help me. It would help me spread the message to since it's a kid's prize, right? It would help me spread the message to even more kids and when I deliver that speech on the big day to all those kids watching it will help me talk to them about change makers and Get more people interested in the field or in on the chain go on the change maker journey. So this prize will help me a lot. Even if if I don't win the prize, it will still help me get the message out to even more people. But winning the prize would be beyond
0: amazing! Nice! What are your plans for the future?
1: So I want to build my own eco-friendly battery which uses 0% hazardous materials and it would be so safe that you could throw it away into the trash after it's done because it would be that sustainable. Also so regarding my major, I want to major in uh, sustainability and business. Still being decided because I'm in ninth grade still and uh, I want to go to a good university, learn all that stuff and implement that on my eco-friendly battery, sustainability and business. Nice. Also, I want to bring down 15 billion batteries being thrown away each year worldwide to zero. That is my grand and ultimate goal for this organization. So I hope that I can achieve all these goals nice. throughout my life, like my life mission.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. And you just said that you want to build a safe battery, right? Yes. Can you explain to us why not, right now batteries are not safe?
1: Because batteries are not safe because number one, that they contain many toxic chemicals like nitro, cadmium, lithium inside of them, mercury, that can cause like, contamination of the water and soil if you throw them away into the trash. Also, Batteries contain 20% of the energy in them even after they die so they can easily spark fires in the landfill burning down everything to ash also People don't really know what to do like with used batteries So they just throw them away into the trash and they don't know how valuable those things could be lithium Just developing once you know this Developing lithium-ion batteries can cost $200 because lithium is very very expensive and it takes a long time to mine for so That's why I encourage people to recycle used batteries so that they can reuse the chemi- reuse the materials and chemicals inside of batteries and new batteries and other items but if people like but some people might not obey some people might not listen so having a safer alternative which is even more powerful or equal to a regular battery will actually t- will actually encourage people to buy those batteries the eco-friendly batteries and we can we can slowly limit the amount of batteries going to landfills.
0: Nice so you're already thinking about the next yeah. steps right yeah. yeah that's very intelligent that's very smart of you thank you, you. <laughs> um is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners yeah so uh,
1: like i mentioned like two three times i want you guys all to go out and become change makers a change maker is nothing but making a change to make our earth a better place doing something small automatically considers you a change maker So I want you guys to go out, discover your passions, use the power of passion and perseverance. Find the issue which you are most passionate about and work hard to solve that issue. You can join an existing organization focusing on that issue or start your own organizations and you will get ahead. If you guys have any questions or concerns regarding this, you please do feel free to email me. You can go on my website and email me and I will be glad and happy to answer all of your questions and help you on your change
0: maker journey. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nihal, for being here today and for answering my questions. You're welcome. I wish you good luck. Thank you. And great job until now. You have been amazing. And thank you everyone for listening in. And uh, we will speak soon again in our next episode on New Talks.